You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts and scourge you in their synagogues. And you will be led before governors and kings for my sake, as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But whoever endures to the end will be saved. The Gospel of the Lord. Maybe this Christmas which has a lot of difficulties, especially here in the Holy Land with the war going on, makes our Christmas a little more sober. I heard a Christmas greeting from the deacon who runs Salt and Light Ministries, and he distinguishes between the name of Christmas and the Feast of the Nativity. The name of Christmas would be more about the celebrations, the Christmas cards, the decorations, all the external trappings of Christmas, many of which have come as an application of the gospel story, but many others have been added in a worldly way, maybe innocently at first because of our joy, but eventually become distractions. And if we were to say this is the feast of the nativity, it would focus our thoughts on the great love God has for our salvation, for us personally, that we reach salvation. And this is the reason why Christ came on earth, to save us. He didn't come on earth just so we would have another worldly party that would increase the dividends of certain companies and providers of the trappings around the feast. And also in Bethlehem, the basilica is called the Basilica of the Nativity of our Lord. And we know that shortly afterwards, there is a threat to Jesus' life from Herod, the reigning power. And that has been a repeated pattern throughout history, and Jesus would become already as a little infant a refugee. 
running away from persecution. He would not run away once his hour came in Gethsemane. And he comes for our salvation. It's a moment of truth, and it's an extraordinary moment of goodness and extraordinary generosity. It just breaks the molds of human thinking. And today we actually connect Jesus' passion with his birth. We are contemplating a member of Christ's body, Stephen, one of the first and one of the first deacons, who is completely integrated into Christ's body and for whom afterwards Jesus' words can be applied, whatever you do to the least of these you did to me. So I think that is also Jesus' passion in Stephen. And one of the characteristics of of Stephen's passion is that it's like a mirror image of Christ's passion. The, The hatred, the religious leadership countering him, and his very simple statement without aggression uh, to affirm his faith in Christ. And for this reason, he will be stoned to death uh, in a process that actually was not so clean. And there is somebody who is standing nearby, Saul, who completely concurs with this procedure but will later on open his heart completely for the grace of Christ. And he himself will be martyred severally, five times stoned, uh, whipped, uh, imprisoned, and finally martyred. So the point that I would love to point out this evening, since Jesus already alerted us that being his disciple means actually not having contempt, but not making too much out of the fact that we are called to martyrdom. Expect to be called to martyrdom. Don't worry about preparing your defense. Live a good life of discipleship. There's a very common question sometimes asked, if I was put on trial for being a disciple, would there be enough evidence to convict me? But presuming that we are totally courageous and committed disciples, and that there is enough evidence to convict me of being a disciple of Jesus, not to worry about the next things that happen. The type of crucifixion, the type of martyrdom, are the words we need to say, because the Holy Spirit will be bringing that moment about. The phenomenon of martyrdom is amazing. I am fascinated by the path of the martyrs. They're not people who are improvised Their martyrdom is not improvised at the moment. It's a build-up of virtue that culminates in the total self-giving as a witness to Jesus. And the feature I would like to point out is so beautiful here. You see, Stephen replicates Christ's martyrdom. And the words that are used in the psalm today express that. Into your hands I commend my spirit. And we find this in Jesus' words. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. But he prays for his, mar- for his uh, persecutors. He asks God to forgive them. Imagine if we just go back to the page of the gospel and see 
the parents who are being put to death by their children are the children put to death by their parents for being disciples. And that happened historically in numerous occasions. There are wonderful records of that. Imagine at that moment that they are able to forgive the parents who have them persecuted. They're able to forgive their children who have them persecuted, their neighbors who have them persecuted. And this indicates an extraordinary interior freedom, an extraordinary maturity. What a degree of salvation a disciple of Jesus reaches when they are in in a certain sense, in a, in a positive and very and the correct context of understanding it, in disregarding their own life, they're completely concerned about the salvation of those who are persecuting them. And they pray for them. What a level of salvation those martyrs have received and assimilated in their own persons, have integrated into their lives. Their lives are completely one with Christ. It's an extraordinary freedom of love an extraordinary freedom of giving witness to truth and goodness, an extraordinary witness of embracing those who hate us and are hostile to us. Let us pray for that in our world today that has so many difficulties and challenges for the faith in a world that is in a bigger conflict with the faith than maybe even some of the wars. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.